Did you know that when we look closely at the details about the rapture, this event reveals the greatness of God's love for us? That's our topic in this episode of Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast in which we keep watch and find hope as we study the many prophecies God has given us in the Bible. This is Steve Miller. When we want to understand something better, it's very helpful to ask ourselves the who, what, when, where, why, and how question. By going through this process, we are often able to gain a deeper appreciation for a given topic or issue. That's what we're going to do in this episode of Foreshadows Report. We're going to ask four of those questions about the rapture and discover the ways in which this amazing event shows us how much God loves us. Scripture tells us where we will be taken at the rapture, how it will happen, and why yet we don't know when. Through the ages, many have tried to figure out the when, but not only was it wise for God to keep that detail hidden from us, the fact it's a mystery is actually good for us. Let's start with where we will be taken at the rapture. Shortly before Jesus was crucified, he told the disciples he was leaving them. They were distressed by this news, and that's when he promised, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. That promise is found in John 14.3. One verse earlier, Jesus tells us where he will take us, to his Father's house, which has many rooms. When we are raptured, we will immediately be taken to heaven, to the Father's house, In ancient Israel, it was traditional for a father to add rooms to his house when his sons got married and had family. Our dwelling place in heaven will be part of the father's house. This is an expression of intimate presence. Revelation 21.3 said that God will dwell with us and we will be his people and God himself will be with us. Keep in mind that God is everywhere present. But when Jesus said that he was taking us to his father's house, he was saying this is going to be a special place where we will dwell with God himself. Even more amazing is that this is a place that Jesus is preparing. What does this personal attention and presence tell us about the greatness of God's love for us? Next is how the rapture will happen. Paul provides those details in 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 16 and 17. He says, The Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. First there will be a shout and the sound of a trumpet. Next, 
the dead in Christ, those who have died all through the church age, will be taken up to meet Jesus himself in the cloud. After that, we who are alive will be raptured. We'll join the formerly deceased believers who went up first, and all of us will meet the Lord together in the cloud. Then he himself will take us to his Father's house. Jesus will take us up. He will greet us, not some advanced guard or angelic servant. And he himself will escort us to his Father's house. This is Jesus rolling out the red carpet for us. He is eager for us to be with him. Have you ever considered how much Jesus must be looking forward to the rapture? Next, why will we be raptured? Scripture points to a few reasons. 1. He will rapture us before the tribulation so that we are delivered from the wrath to come, as 1 Thessalonians 1.10 says. In 1 Thessalonians 5.9, Paul said that God has not destined us for wrath. In Revelation 3.10, the Lord says that he will keep us from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. Because he said this hour of trial will be experienced by the entire globe, we know that's a reference to the tribulation. Some people think this hour of trial happened in AD 70, when Rome destroyed Jerusalem and scattered the Jewish people. But that was a local hour of trial. It affected only a small region. Revelation 3.10 describes a worldwide trial, and that's what the tribulation will be. There's more about being delivered from God's future wrath. As believers, we are forgiven, and we have been made righteous in Christ. Romans 8.1 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because we've been forgiven, because we are made righteous, and because we have no condemnation, there is no reason for us to face God's judgments. Christ has already taken on our punishment, and he did that because he loved us so much. It's because of this love that we will be taken up before the tribulation to be with Jesus in heaven. Another reason we will be raptured is because this is when Christ, who is the bridegroom, will claim the church, who is the bride. Just as an engaged couple who are deeply in love look forward to their wedding ceremony, Christ's love for the church and the church's love for Christ had them looking forward to being united in heaven. And still another reason is that after the rapture, but before the second coming, all believers will appear before Christ to be judged and rewarded for their works. We won't be judged about our eternal destination. That has already been secured by Christ at the cross. This is not a salvation judgment, but a judgment of our service to Christ, which is described in 1 Corinthians 3, verses 12 through 15. There we read that our works will be tested by fire. The works we do that are gold, silver, and precious stones will stand. And the works we do that are wood, hay, and straw will be burned. At first glance, we might think of this as something to be fearful of. But consider this. 
the reason for this appearance before Christ is so that he can reward us for our service to him. His desire to reward us is yet another way he demonstrates his love for us. This is pictured for us in the parable of the talents. Remember the good servants who were rewarded with double the amounts they were originally given? Their master said, Well done, good and faithful servant. How much do you think it will delight Christ to say to us, Well done, good and faithful servant. Our love for him should motivate us to serve him well. And his love for us is made known by his desire to reward us. Why will we be raptured? To be spared from the tribulation, to be married to the bridegroom, and to be given our rewards. All of these show how much God loves us. Finally, let's look at when the rapture will happen. Scripture never revealed this information. A lot of people are curious, and many have tried to guess, only to be wrong. But as I mentioned earlier, not knowing the time is actually good for us. It encourages us to live in a constant state of readiness. We don't want to be caught off guard. And this motivates us in two ways. One, it motivates us toward holy living. 1 John 3.3 has some wonderful words about this. John wrote, Everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. The hope that we have of a future life with Christ has a purifying effect on us. The more we live in anticipation of Christ's return, the more motivated we are to be holy as he is holy. Not knowing the time of Christ's return also motivates us to share the gospel with others while there is still time. Because we don't know when the rapture will take place, we're motivated to talk with unbelievers about their need for Christ before it's too late. The fact we don't know the timing of the rapture also reveals to us just how much God loves us. By not revealing that information, we are encouraged to live in a constant state of readiness. We are motivated to purity, which is vital for a close relationship with Him. This is what God wants. Because of His great love for us, He wants a relationship with us that is not hindered by sin. And by not revealing that information, God has helped us to realize the urgency of sharing the gospel. This too is exactly what God wants. For as 2 Peter 3.9 says, God is not wishing that any should perish. We've just looked at the where, how, why, and when of the rapture. And along the way, we've become more aware of the greatness of the Lord's love for us. Where will we go in the rapture? Christ is taking us to his Father's house. He himself has personally prepared this place. How will we be raptured? He will take us up to himself. We will go directly to him. Why will we be raptured? He is doing this to spare us from the wrath to come. This is made possible because of his sacrificial work on the cross. There is no condemnation for us because he took on that condemnation himself. He did this because he loved us. And when we get to heaven... 
the marriage between Christ and the church will take place. This will also be a time at which Christ will reward us for our service to him, and he will delight in saying, Well done, good and faithful servant. As for when, we see the greatness of God's love there too. By not revealing that information to us, we are motivated to purity, which is vital for a close relationship with him. And we are compelled to share the gospel with the lost, which makes us a channel through which God can show his love to others. These are among some of the reasons that Titus 2.13 called the rapture or blessed hope. This event is filled with so much hope, and we've gotten a glimpse of that in this podcast. Thank you for joining me for Foreshadows Report. My hope is that by asking questions about the rapture, you've been able to gain a deeper appreciation for this amazing event. And that includes all the ways that the rapture shows the greatness of God's love for us. If you found yourself encouraged by these podcasts, please share about them with others. Let them know how they can listen to Foreshadows Report as well. All the episodes are available at my website at stevemillerresources.com. In addition to these podcasts, I also post daily on Telegram Messenger channel. I share about what's going on in the world today and how it dovetails with Bible prophecy. To subscribe to my post, you can go to Telegram Messenger channel and look up Foreshadows Report. In closing, I want to thank Harvest House Publishers. They've made this podcast possible. And if you'd like to find out about other excellent prophecy resources available through Harvest House, you can do so by going to the website harvestprophecyhq.com. That's harvestprophecyhq.com. Thank you again for joining me today.